Take off your hat and respect the process. It's episode 46 of Welcome to the Hit Show. This week's guests include your former self screaming in horror at what you've become, a slightly later version of your former self sighing in acceptance at what you've become, and a much older version of yourself asking you for forgiveness. Not for what they became, but forgiveness of you, of yourself, knowing that Time is not a horse on which you can charge into the past and rescue who you used to be. But the future? Your future? They said to tell you that they're depending on you to let go of those inaccessible regrets that hang off your soul like a sled full of sorrow. They asked to remind you that you are enough, that you are not your mistakes. And while they cannot change you, they are begging you to change them. Welcome to The Hit Show! Begging someone to change the situation that we are currently in. Levi. Begging. It's not good. It's not the intros were weird already. Just give me another couple weeks of isolation. Oh, it's I can only imagine. To be speaking in an alien tongue. I will be uh, break out the guitar. Like it's uh, it's already getting weird around here. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, listen. If there were ever a time for weird, I feel like now is the time. So I feel like we're kind of right in line with just what's going on in general in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, shit's gotten real crazy real fast. Uh, and I'm going to be the first to say that I was one of these that two weeks ago, if you would have told me this would be happening, I would have told you you're out of your mind. Um, so I guess it, call me foolish and naive. I don't know. I'm just being honest, but I did not anticipate this. And so... Um, I guess maybe shame on me. I don't know. I just was, I just never imagined things escalating so quickly and to the extent they have escalated to. However, this is where we are and, um, you know, we must deal with it just like everyone else, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I do feel like I saw this maybe as one of the possibilities, but it was definitely at the extreme, uh, it, at the extreme end of the spectrum as far as what could happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, even I, who I think I tend to be a little bit of a secret pessimist, uh, even I, I don't think I saw it getting quite to this point, but yeah, here we are. Um, and I, I was telling Heather last night, like, this feels like in 2015, when we came off the road, um, we had been living in the RV and we landed in Dallas and I was at the time very much not happy to be back in Texas. She had a job and my job was music and I couldn't really write anything. I didn't know why. And I was basically just kind of stuck at home. Um, all the time. And I had the kids and life got real, really weird for me that year. And I kind of, at least then I had sports, but now I look up and I'm like, oh, okay, this is 2015. I at least have navigated these waters before I can, uh, I can social distance with the best of them. So it's, uh, just a heads up. It's not the, going to be the most pleasant experience to be inside all the time and nowhere to go, but we're doing the right thing for everybody else. And ideally for us as well. And hopefully we're all going to get through this. So, yeah, I mean, and just, I mean, since we last convened, I'm sure everyone is well aware that the baseball season has been, you know, suspended indefinitely, um, you know, Mm -hmm. optimistic approaches like two months, but it seems like, uh, it's 
it's going to be a lot longer than that. Um, and then the contingency plan that's in place after that, we don't know. And that's the thing is you can't really, there's, you know, I mean, I, I did a radio interview the other day, yesterday, and it was like, you know, what do you do? Do you, I mean, I guess you can start to have contingency plans in place. Like, you know, if the season starts on June one, if the season starts on July one, if the, I mean, I think you, right. maybe you start, you, you start going down those roads because at this point in time, you have nothing but time to kind of work these right. situations out. But at the end of the day, we're all just in a holding pattern. And that's, you know, and baseball mm-hmm. is very low on the totem pole as far as, you know, the, the grand scheme of things. But it also is something that when it is time to resume normal activities, it's going to be important to get back to those things. It's going to be important for our economy, for businesses to pick back up, you know, whether they be baseball or your, you know, you know, bar, local bar. I mean, whatever. It's going to be important for everybody to, to get to be prepared to be to get up, back up and running as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know when you watch movies and TV, there are, there are audio cues when something really big or life changing is happening. You get the big string section, the orchestra plays the dramatic music, and all of a sudden here comes this huge life changing event. Um, in real life, you know, I've been through a few of those that just in the moment they seem too big to fully process. And it's a very, there's almost like a dissociation that happens where you're like, okay, well, this can't be that big because there's no string section playing and nobody is zooming in on my face. This is just life. And these big things don't happen in life, not in regular everyday life. Um, But then you look up and sports are canceled. All gatherings of, what are we at now? 10 people or more are canceled. Like life is basically canceled for the next couple of months. It really is that big a deal. And I think we are still in the early stages as a society of kind of coming to grips with that. I think we saw that maybe last weekend where there were still people going out to bars and just like hanging out in big groups and hugging and like, oh, they can cancel the parade, but they can't cancel us. Like that's, that's, you're not accepting the, the stark reality here, folks. And I, I well, do and wonder I think too, how that's in those, going to look. In those me. people's defenses, I feel like there is there was some people that are like, we're going to support our, you know, what they had maybe had good intentions. I don't think it was a big f you to what everybody's saying. Some of them, not all, right? Um, but I think right. people. I've been I've been confused. I've been conflicted. We have a trip planned to go to Broken Bow, Oklahoma, on Friday, and mm-hmm. the the family we're going with is like, should we not go? And I'm like, we're going to a remote cabin in Oklahoma. We're going to come in contact with the eight of us. There are eight of us. That's it. If we right. stayed in Fort Worth, we would be coming in contact with way more people just going out to pick up food, going to the grocery store. I was like, for mm-hmm. me, I feel like this is a good move. But then I'm like, I mean, there's a lot too. There's a lot of social shaming going on right now about, you know, do I let my kids play outside in the neighborhood? Do I let them? I mean, do I tell them, you know, you can play outside, but just don't get within six feet of people and then try telling that to a six and eight year old. Like it's right. just, I think there's just a lot of confusion. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of not knowing what to do. I don't feel like anyone has truly bad intentions. I take that back. I don't feel right. like most no, no, people no. have truly bad intentions, but it's a confusing time. No, no, not at all. It's it, it, like I say, you know, I don't think they're with very rare exception. Of course you see like videos of the people licking things and you're like okay well that's those are bad intentions or at least a big f you to society but i think most of the who's licking just, stuff where did you see this oh i've been very online there was a video circulating uh, of, of a girl doing the the coronavirus challenge and she was licking a toilet seat on an airplane oh my yeah gosh. so what's happening people i i, I know um the, there was another video i saw of a guy on like a subway like 
licking his hand and then rubbing it all over everything. So like there are those people that exist, but they're few and far between. Uh, I think most of the time it's just, we, we think we're invincible. Like I said, there's, there's no, there's no string quartet playing ominous music. So it's fine. I'm fine. I'm going to go live my life. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's too big to fully comprehend, but here we are in our houses with our kids. My kids are upstairs right now. Um, they're so far letting, letting us do a podcast and, um, and yeah, we're going to be together. We, we set up a basketball hoop yesterday. We're going to play basketball, Emily. That's what we're doing to get through this. Well, we, yeah, we have, we have one of those. That's been a big player at our house. Um, scooter riding, basketball. Um, mm. I did, I, I'm attempting to, I mean, I guess you'd call it homeschool my kids. I don't, yeah. I mean, yesterday we watched an art class online by some woman named Deb. It kept the kids occupied Sweet. for 30 minutes. I had four of them here today because I had to help yesterday because I had to help a friend out. Um, so then this morning, though this morning I was like eight to eight a.m. We're doing school activities, so we did like Smarty Ants and some other app that our teachers sent us as recommendations. And then I like made them write me a story. Like it had to be Hattie's had to be five sentences and Henry's had to be ten. And then we had reading time. And then it was 10 a.m. And I was like, what the F am I going to do now? <laughs> like, I'm like, what, what, that is, that's all I've got. I just fired all my bullets and it's 10. Like, I, yep. and I it's, don't know. And like, it's 10 and it's God the bless first teachers. week of being home. Yeah. It's day two. Day two. And so yeah. first of all, God bless teachers. If you're a teacher, you should make $1 million a year minimum. I um, I don't understand how they do it. And then there's stuff like, I saw this on social media that was like, you know, my kids are over here pr- trying to do addition and I'm, you know, I'm like, well, you carry the one. Well, they don't, they don't carry ones yeah. anymore. Like, oh you know gosh. what I mean? Like, I don't need, I don't, I don't know what I, I'm doing. I don't know what I I'm tried doing. to do. I decided I needed a workspace. Like, okay, if we're all going to be in close quarters, daddy's building a garage workspace. I'm going to go to Home Depot, wear a mask if I have to, I'm going to get some wood. And so I started making measurements and I'm like, try it. I had to start doing trigonometry to figure out the angle of the woodcut. And I'm literally like trying to remember 10th grade trigonometry. I'm like, how, okay, there's 180 degrees in a triangle and I'm adding it up and I get it. And I'm like, I think I got it. This cut is 45 degrees and this one's 135. And I like brag, like kids, your dad is a genius. And my son, Lincoln, who turned 11 yesterday, uh, he walks over and he looks at it. And he's like, dad, uh, <clears throat> that can't be a 45 degree angle. It's the wrong shape. And he was right. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, terrifying. It's going to go real off, well for them. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, I, I already blew my wad on the Sunday. I did the whole Corona clean out. I Marie condoed my whole house, like the whole family. Oh, wow, it was like, yeah. And so, but then I'm like, okay, well now I have, I don't even have any organizing to do. So, I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a, I mean, especially I have, you know, I have some pretty decent can, anxiety on my side. And so it's you like, can come over here and condo our house. Decon- if you want. I, maybe I should start doing that. Just going from house to house asking if I can declutter people's houses. Um, but you know, it's like, I don't, I don't know what it's like for you. I mean, I've been doing this long enough now, you know, this, this will be my seventh season working just for the team. So I've had a legit off season and then legit, mm-hmm. you know, obviously in season. And so it's like, I have a, not a biological clock because that's, dead um and broken and out of service but some my internal clock 
like after about, you know, once March hits, it's like, okay, it's time to, yeah. it's time to go back to work. It's my family's tired of me. They're tired of looking at me. I'm tired of cooking. I'm tired of momming so hard. I'm tired. All that stuff. I mean, you know, cause I, I'm kind of a full-time stay at home mom at that point. And then, yep. you know, about the time September rolls around, I'm like, the Rangers are tired of me. I'm tired of them. It's time to take yes. it to the house. Yep. And so this, this, uh, natural course of things for the last six years is being interrupted. And so my, my body and my mind and my mental well being are having a little bit of a difficult time adjusting, not complaining at all. Yeah, I'm it just almost, saying, I think we're all in a period of adjustment and I am among those people. Yeah. This, this week I heard it described best feels like just the extended, like the week between Christmas and New Year's. It just feels like that indefinitely. Like that's it. We are, we are forever stuck between Christmas and New Year's um, yes. until this goes away. <laughs> the most useless time of the year. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's cray. Um, yep. but I mean, this too shall pass. We will get through it together. And I hope that instead of it being a dividing factor, which I think it will be and is early on, I hope that ultimately yeah. it will be a uniting factor. If I can get on my kind of cheesy, you know, let's unite soapbox, um, you know, maybe we'll cause people to be a little kinder and a little gentler with each other. Um, grant a little bit more grace than maybe we did before. I don't know. I mean, it's just like if we could, uh, if we could I find some positive about right. this whole shit show, it would be nice. I hope you're right, but we're also forcing a bunch of people out of the office and back onto social media. So I have my I doubts. The social media. I know, but it's, I can't say, well, I can't, I can't stay off of it. I mean, let's be real. If somebody told me you have to give up social media for a week, I probably would start convulsing just because I feel like it is an escape. Like, you know, if you stay on, you know, if you get on the right places, like you can actually like, Oh, some what's, what people are doing and that we're it kind of, it's a, it's a feeling of we're, you know, we're all in this together. We're all doing the same things. We're all, you know, dealing with our kids at home and what to do with them and how to try to teach them and all that kind of stuff. And going crazy and drinking wine and I mean, whatever, like you're like, okay, so I'm not the only one who popped open a bottle at 4 right. PM, you know, it's solidarity. Like, exactly. I know that's exactly. terrible. Um, but you know, it, it, anyway, it's just a, it's, you know, it's, it's a crazy, crazy time. And I think when we're so Indeed. disconnected physically, it, there is something about being connected virtually, um, through social media, as long as you're not following yeah. a bunch of assholes. Exactly. Well, if the listeners have made it this far about you and I talking about our social distancing, let's reward them with uh, a guest. Emily was able to uh, connect with our very own favorite home run slugger, Joey Gallo, and we got him on the phone to talk about what he is doing and how this last week or so has gone for him. So shall we tune into the phone call? Let's do it. So we are pleased to be joined at this point in time by a man with a little bit of extra time on his hands, um, much like the rest of us. Joey Gallo. Joey, thanks for being with us. Um, what is going on? <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, we just, um, you know, obviously we're in spring training and uh, with all this stuff going on, uh, shut down shop and now we're, we're back home in, in Dallas. So uh, just kind of waiting to hear back on what we need to do next. For you guys, those conversations seem to, to shift. I know you guys initially wanted to stay together as a team, and then that became not an option. 
What were those like 48, 72 hours like when y'all were trying to figure out as a team what to do and then pretty much ultimately not having a decision? Yeah, I mean, you know, for for us, it's that we just wanted to stay together as a team. And you know, ultimately, we kind of finding out news by the hour, honestly. And uh, we, we, we kind of realized it was going to be harder to say where we're at. And um, MLB kind of wanted everyone to, to head home and, and be somewhere uh, maybe where there's not, not, not a lot of people in one group. So uh, it was crazy because it's something that I've never been a part of. <laughs> so you're getting ready for a season and, you know, the next day, it's like, hey, you, you might not be playing for two months now. So it's, it's kind of confusing. There's a lot of moving parts to it now, too. So, um, you know, it's just kind of taking it day by day. Joey, hey, Levi here. Um, so how are you guys staying in baseball? I mean, I feel like baseball is probably the least important thing right now. But it is I – mean, I think we're all kind of trying to figure out how to do our lives except without doing our lives. Uh, how, how are you – how are you doing your life? Um, I'm just it, it, honestly now it's, it's almost seems like it's the off season mode where um, you know you're just training and, and working out and trying to just be ready. Um, it, it's a little bit different because we don't we don't know when we're getting ready for now. Uh, but it's you know you just kind of have to go go with the flow and you know. Obviously, it's a, it's a different situation than we're, than we're used to. So, um, you know, we just kind of try to stay in baseball shape and, and be ready to go whenever they ask us to, to, to be ready. So, uh, you know, it's it, it's a little different for sure because uh, usually you have a, a planned out schedule of when I need to be ready. But not knowing when we have to play, it's, it's kind of strange, you know. So uh, it's kind of test you a little bit that you, you just got to stay prepared the, the whole time. Who are you hungered down with at this point in time? Who are your roomies these days? Who am I rooming with? Yeah, I mean, are you um, are you living solo? Yeah, I live I live alone. So we we just got back into Dallas yesterday, and um, I have I have my own apartment here and everything. So uh, yeah, I'm by myself. But you know, when I, I was in Arizona with with Nomar and and Delino, I was living with them. So. Uh, they're kind of in the same boat. But they don't really know what to do either, and I think they might head back here as well. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's just a weird situation. But uh, I'm alone, so I guess that's good. Oh my gosh, Joey, are you going to like grow a weird uh, quarantine beard and hair? And like, is this are you going to be okay alone in an apartment, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty big apartment, so I have a lot of room for activity, so I should be able to keep up with myself. But, um, no, I mean, I think for us, it's just a lot of our team is uh, just kind of getting on, like, PlayStation and Xbox or playing together, um, trying, to, trying to keep in contact that way. So uh, I, I think it'll be all right. We're, we're, we're finding different ways to stay busy and, and to stay in touch. So uh, I, think, I think I should be okay. What kind of activities right are you working on there in the apartment, Joey? You say what activities? Yeah, what kind of activities? Like, I just am curious. So there's plenty of room for activities, so mm-hmm. there's calisthenics. <laughs> right now, the, or... only act- the only well, the only activity that I'm doing now is unpacking my whole life that I had in Arizona. And uh, I went to the grocery store yesterday as an activity, and uh, didn't, wasn't able to buy much because there wasn't really much there. So. Uh, usually video games, 
and laundry, but keeps you busy, I guess. This is a, it, it's something I hadn't even thought to consider before just now, but you know, being somebody with a recognizable face and every time you go out, I assume you get recognized by people. Um, is that a little bit more disconcerting now considering that we're not supposed to be touching or talking to strangers? <laughs> yeah, I don't get recognized every time. Uh, I did. I mean, I got recognized once at the grocery store yesterday, but I just, no, I mean, to me, it's not a big deal. I just say hi, say what's up, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not shaking the hands or anything right now anymore. So uh, that, that's what was kind of weird. And in spring training, um, signing autographs and taking pictures and meeting people, I think that's kind of why they a little concerned about it because there's so many fans out there and you just, you, you know, it's so hard to not want to sign for fans, but, uh, right. Yeah. It's, it, it's tough to not be able to really socially interact and, and shake people's hands anymore. Uh, it's kind of, it kind of makes it for a weird vibe when you're out on the field and especially if you're getting noticed and whatnot. Uh, but I don't, I don't really get noticed too much, honestly. So uh, I can sneak by every once in a while. Joey, I know, I don't know how it is for you. I know, I don't know if it's the same for you because you, if you, because you don't have kids, but when I, I remember even those couple of days that I was in Arizona and my family was back in Texas, I wasn't worried or concerned that I was going to get it or what, I wasn't worried like that, but there was like this desire to like be with my people. Like I wanted to be with my family. I wanted to be at home. For you, living solo in an apartment, is there a part of you, and maybe it's too early that, you know, wants to be with your family or, you know, you know, be with some people? Um, cause I just remember sitting in that hotel room in Arizona for two days and I was like, this kind of sucks. So what, have you <laughs> thought about that yet or where are you in, in that process? My family was, they were going to come out, um, from Las Vegas, but obviously with all this, they're, they're not flying or, or traveling yet. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm used to kind of being solo and being on my own. Uh, I'm just excited that we're back home in Dallas and, just in case, you know, if there's a quarantine or anything, we, I'll be able to be home in my apartment, um, no, and, and, you know, know the surroundings and whatnot. And, um, I've got some food from the grocery store. So it's like, um, I was just excited to be back in Dallas in my, in my home, in my apartment. So, um, you know, because when we were in Arizona, we only had, you know, our, our house lease up to, you know, a, another week. So if that were, we were still there and that, ran out we'd have to try to find a new place to be in it'd be a lot more more moving parts so i don't you know i'll see my family you know in a couple weeks when when hopefully baseball starts back up and they can visit but um as for right now i'm just i'm cool you know i'm i'm by myself and i'm kind of used to that so wherever the team's at that's where that's where i like to be honestly hey joe you said you guys are playing uh xbox and playstation um it looks like I might have some time to pick up video games in the next coming weeks. Do you have any recommendations yeah. on games, uh, play, yeah. PlayStation specific? Um, everybody's playing Call of Duty now, uh, and uh, Willie was tweeting out um, if, if people wanted to play with me and him to yesterday and stuff. And everybody was replying, wanting to play with us, and we're trying to get a bunch of guys together, um, you know, MLB guys or whatever, and we're probably going to start streaming and just just to have the have something to do and have the fans be able to interact with us still a little bit. Um, it seems like a lot of right NBA on. guys are starting to starting to do the streaming. So uh, I think me, Willie, Goozy, we got like Bellinger, a bunch of guys that, that want to do it. So we figured it'd be fun, give us something to do, and give the fans something 
something to, to watch for us. Uh, you know, something they're, they're not getting to watch us play any games uh, on the field at least. Well, Joey, we appreciate yeah. you taking time out of your busy schedule to jump on with us. Um, stay <laughs> safe and uh, stay in touch and be well. Yeah. Sure. Thanks for joining us, man. Be safe, guys.